part of blindsidepods.com. The Kirk Menahan Show takes New York. Why are we here? Kirk makes the rounds from Portnoy. Portnoy. And is El Prez dying? Plus, will Menahan do an hour of Serious Daily? It's the week so big it gets two parts. This is part one of the Menafan Show Week in Review for the week ending October 11th, 2019. Thanks for joining us. I'm DEC. We'll cover a big week at Barstool headquarters, but first, the Talking Points Memo. We here at the Menafan Show Week in Review have advocated for cross-promotion with Barstool to help grow the Menahan podcast. The Menafan Show Week in Review has outlined more exposure with Barstool Radio in collaboration with Barstool Talent. These objectives were all achieved over the past week with Menahan appearing on Section 10, Foreplay, and KFC Radio, and serious shows to Yak, CCK, Barstool Radio, and The Cousins. Kirk also hosted KFC, Big Cat, and Carabas. This so-called DEC plan has been mocked by Menahan and his flunkies. However, Without crediting this plan, all parts of it have been put into play over the last few months. Though we here at the Menafan Show Week in Review won't receive credit, we believe the success of this strategy and the growth of the show are enough satisfaction that we need. And that's this week's Talking Points Memo. Monday's show from New York kicked off with shop talk and how Steve Robinson did not feel comfortable with the technical setup. Steve looks, by the way, totally rattled. Completely overwhelmed by that. I'm in in an entirely new studio trying to bootstrap this thing together. He was great. He was a little, little, we had to move studios. We were in the KFC radio studio, then we moved here. What happened with that? Uh, Uh, The sound wasn't working from the computer. Steven's now holding a pair of scissors, staring at it. What, what are you? What are you? What are you doing? We're kind of in a Jerry rig setup, if you haven't noticed. Well, I know, but it's not like we're in, you know. I mean, we are in a recording studio. We're not in, you know, like a middle of a supermarket or something. Why do you? Why do you look so confused? I just want the show to sound well. That's all. Okay, it'll sound well. It'll sound great. What is my schedule today? Uh, so you're going to do Cousins today. You're going to hop in on that. Carabas uh, uh, might be in to sit on, on your podcast for a little bit. You're right. going to tape uh, a Section 10 with him. You're going to tape a foreplay with Riggs. Uh-huh. And maybe uh, Barstool Radio if you want to make the text to Portnoy. Okay, I know what Mike's schedule is. What's mine? I'm just curious. <laughs> Making an unexpected visit at the end of the podcast was the host of the Section 10 podcast and Red Sox apologist, Jared Carabas. What are you guys pretending to be mad about today? Pretending to be mad about anything. (laughs) The subject of Carabas' poor performance on Trash Talk came up again, and this transitioned into Carabas' feud with our very own MHB. So he goes on there and gives a a lifeless performance, according to them, Mm -hmm. and then they shit all over him. I actually took your side on this. Yeah. I kind of did, too, but not really. What's your issue, then? You, Carabas, with, with him. Oh, uh, because I said to him, which was a fair point. I said, it's it's your show. It's not my job to bring the energy. Like, you're the one that's... Like, I'm just a guest. No, no, you I asked understand me that. Well, but it, seemed, but, it yes, seemed like I was waking a, you up. It seemed like I was you bothering you. But you've had shitty guests on before, and you're like, yeah. you, 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 sometimes you can't save them. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, you, if you're asking me, like, it, there's a different, it's, it's in the line of questioning. So if you're going to ask interesting questions, you're going to get interesting answers. It was like a Monday night. The Red Sox were off. Mike asked me to do the podcast. I was like, sure, I'd love to do the podcast. Yeah. What's the issue? What are we doing? I don't think we really have an issue. Oh, you it, like Carabas, with the right? other dude. The other dude. He MHB. MHB. Yeah, so Why do you hate him? Uh, he's a pussy. So he... Uh, uh, I don't know. He, he, went, he went after you. I'm sure I disagree yeah, as a pussy, though. So he basically was like shitting on me after the interview. And then when I shit on him back... He didn't like it. He went into the DMs and was like, hey, man, like, I'm just trying to uh, make a name for myself. Like, uh, come on, like, you've oh, been here cool. before. Can we read those? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. What's his... I don't even know his fucking... Uh, his name is John Devin. Real MHB <laughs> underscore, I think, is his handle. Yeah. So he comes in the DMs and he's like kissing my ass. And then I'm like, yeah, no, oh, it's all good. That. And then after this conversation, then he, I listened to your show, and he's like, yeah, fuck him, this and that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take his job, and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. that is, I think even he would say that's, a bit, that's a bit of a character that he's doing. Hey, man, of. not trying to start shit. We appreciated having you on the podcast. Not trying to start shit? Yeah. MHB? He said he was, like, coming for my job and fuck him and all this stuff. Yeah, oh. so... That said, you had you uh, seemed less engaged than usual if you went back and listened. If that was a result of our questions, so be it. We should have asked better ones. At the end of the day, oh. we were trying to ask so you agree. the questions other <laughs> people like were afraid to ask. Seems like a pretty reasonable message. That's all. Nothing personal. That's not I a bad message. You've created. And then he said, I completely understand that. When I reached out to Kirk, that's what he said, too. Apologies for being an ass on Twitter. It's easier to punch up when you're starting out in this. We were ultimately just trying to be funny, not personal. So I appreciate you engaging and being willing to talk shit out and chirp back. Again, really respect what you've built and appreciate you being a good dude. Oh, what's wrong with that? But then, yeah, but so then, then did he after, go back he after he sent those messages, oh, that that it was like, shit. fuck that guy. I will take his fucking job. Who am I? I'm the guy that's taking your job, motherfucker. And it's like, that's funny though. That's funny. You, you got like, my balls. You know, then, that's funny. That's funny. It is a little. That's funny. You did that. Menahan made the rounds to some of the biggest podcasts on Barstool, like the Section Ten podcast with Jared Carabas. Kirk Menahan's on the show today. Kirk is something. Yeah, Kirk. Kirk shared with Carabas how he broke out of his intercom contract. So. Uh, and so Radio Doc, they moved me to Radio.com just to get me away from EI. Mm -hmm. but they were like, we don't want this guy to go to another station, so we'll just pay you a shitload of money. But I was just sitting on my ass. You were like was, the Pablo Sandoval of radio. I was. And I was like, I can't, I can't handle this. They I have paid to you to go away. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, cool. I, but I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. So I fucking busted my way out of that contract and came here. Mm -hmm. Or again, I'm very making a lot of them. No problem. The contract's great. But, you know, now I'm working every day. Mm -hmm. But I like it. I, I'm enjoying the podcast. So. Yeah. You know. So like I've heard, I I heard you do like your media tour when you were hyping up the radio.com thing. How much of that was like I actually believe what I'm saying because yeah. How much of it was I have to hype this? I up? was always skeptical, but I thought it was going to happen because of that. They were paying me. A lot of, I was like, they're paying me. They're going to have me right. fucking. Do but something. did you believe that it was going to work out? No, 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 no. I knew it I was, could hear it in your voice. Yeah, I, I, knew, like, it, I knew it wasn't going to end well because yeah. I mean, it was the same people. It was owned by the same people, sure. so the same things that were going to offend. You know, your buddy Sam Kennedy before, we're still going to offend that asshole. Kirk also shared how his barstool agreement came together. The radio.com <laughs> thing doesn't work out. How quick do you get in, in touch with Dave Portnoy? Well, you know, legally, I have to say, of course, I hadn't spoke to Dave before. <laughs> uh, what, with the NBA? The tampering? Yeah. What yeah. is this? Um, well, my out, out of there was quite a litigious experience. Mm -hmm. But... We had been talking for a few years. Mm -hmm. I had almost come here a year before that. Right. I was trying to like fuck together my old car. I just did not enjoy the experience at yeah. all. I feel like you were trying to pull a mini. You were just like shoving down the traveling secretary to try and get out Correct. of the Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, and we talked, and he was always like, fine. You know, I did a lot of stuff in Atlanta. Right, they did a whole week yeah. with those guys with yeah, yeah. um with Riggs and Dave and Tommy. So I, I was like, this is great. Whatever you guys want me to do. And initially, it was to do serious because the morning show so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we got we got it done, and then we did initially. I kid around, but we initially talked about serious in Erica, and not even any spe- specific spot. Yeah. But Eric and I both thought a podcast would be better. And Garabas showed that he's a long term P one listener from the Dennis and Callahan days. To Kirk and Callahan, as he had a request for an old friend who has not made his appearance on the new podcast. Have you brought back Sporty McKenzie at all? No, not yet. I haven't talked to Sporty in a while. That is a tremendous segment that you do. I haven't talked to him yet. Yeah. I, I need that back. Well, I can talk. I can reach out to him. I don't know if it's not. Yeah, I'll reach out to him. It was good to hear you and Jerry back. It was uh, nice. In audio form again. It was good. How yeah. was that for you? It that was good. the balls a little bit? It was nice. Yeah. It was nice. He's a free agent. Yeah, you would know, you ever bring him on the podcast? I mean, Blind Mike would probably kill himself. Well, I think financially, I think he's looking. To, he's going to do his own podcast. I'll be honest with you; I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I love Jerry, but it felt a little half a step backward. Why? Well, just it, it was going back and sort of over familiar stuff and talking. I like what I'm doing now, and I like working with Jerry. But I like yeah. I like what I'm doing now. Yeah. W e e i infamously had a dump button to protect the station from vulgar content, like discussing Bob Murchison and behind the scenes issues at the station. Kirk shared a favorite story with a delay when his boss was on vacation. Toward the end of me on EEI, we had a 60-second delay. And our program director, Joe Zarbano, yeah. that rat fuck, <laughs> would have it in his office and would press it once in a while. So I remember one time he was not there in that midday show, which was they would never delay because it was so boring. They were on, and I sat there in his office. No one was around. I just held it down for like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was dead air for Blind Mike has become an integral part of the Kirk Menahan show, but it's worth remembering. At the very beginning, the show was just Steve and Kirk. Mike formerly was a barstool intern, podcaster for WEEI, and had a podcast at our very own Blindside Network. Carabas found out how Gary became part of the team. How did you get linked up with Blind Mike? So he, I mean, he, uh, sheer will on his part. Like, he would not give up. Yeah. He would text and call and say, and. You gave him your number. I had, he had my number because he was an EI for a while. He yeah, was yeah, a street yeah. teamer. So oh, right. I brought him in one day and very early on, and like, he got the joke. He wasn't afraid to get shit on. He was pretty quick wit. And I was like, oh, good. All right. I needed that. Meta fans who have followed Kirk Menahan for years know that though repulsed by baseball, He's passionate about golf. He was able to take this excitement to Barstool's Foreplay podcast, hosted by Trent and Riggs. Kirk's performance at Lake of Isles was reviewed and compared to the way information is shared in North Korea. But it was it was had to be part North Korea, like your little Minahan yep. show crew was yep. doing in North Korea. Deal, I shot 28 was, that day. I was fucking watching <laughs> every time I saw another Instagram video. It was like yeah. tagged in like, watch out, Riggs Barstow is you making like a 40-foot putt. Correct. Every time. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. also put in contrast to blind Mike playing as well. So That's it kind of made, it, it, all made it all look That's better. Good point. Well, he's blind. Uh, so my he didn't struggle that day. He struggles every day. That's true. I mean, to do minimal life, life tasks. Well, he yes. can't see. They then took an opportunity to dissect Menahan's short game. What's with your putting? What's going? What, what are you? So it's a myriad of things. So I've struggled with the putting over the years. Not yips, but 
some stuff. But now this year, I told you before, you know how Stricker uh, does the thing with the toe on the yeah, putt? Yeah, his hands are real high, it feels yep. like. Yeah, so I do that in the short putts now. The longer putts, I don't. The longer putts are more feel. I go over like this on the longer putts, still. Okay. A All little right. bit of that. So you're like um, almost like a half. No, you're cross. Are you cross-handed? Cross-handed with the claw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. The claw. Yeah. What's that, Chris DeMarco? A little bit of Chris DeMarco, but it's yeah. So, but sometimes it all depends on how it looks. Right to left, right to left, I do cross. Left to right, generally I don't. Jesus, <laughs> you're really in your head a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of Deschambeau going on. Yeah. But you've been putting well, you said. But I've had the best putting year of my life. Kirk Minahan talked about how he likes podcasting far better than traditional radio. I get your enemy Carabas today. This morning, I, I I went on his podcast and he's like. It's like, why don't you do radio, too? I'm like, because I'm doing fucking three hours a day. Am I going to do three more to talk about what? Do you like doing the podcast more, more than the radio? Yes, more than the radio. Why? Way more freedom. Way. Okay. Like, what we just did right here, now you have to cut some some language stuff out. I've never understood, if you're driving in the car in a radio station, do you want to listen to four guys who, you know, get along, bullshit, have a good time, or some fucking guy talking about the offensive line somewhere? It doesn't. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't it's never made sense to me. Especially That's why I'm on a radio. Minahan made the rounds of Sirius's Power 85 and the Cousins making a pit stop to his lawyer, Mike Portnoy. The thing is, been very nice to me. Shut the fuck up. Okay? <laughs> shut up. Jesus. He then used the opportunity to take a swipe at Mike Geary's underperformance in New York. I'll tell you what, this blind Mike's a rocket, too. Is he a star yeah, or what? I don't think my mic is. <laughs> is, is this guy incredible? I don't know if I was supposed to throw he's, it to him or not. Something. That's okay, don't worry. I want to tell you, this is the best he's done. Since <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Minahan made an appearance on Power 85's flagship show, Barstool Radio, where Kirk speculated on the health of the Barstool founder. What I'm saying is I've seen people in my life die really, really sick, and you have that look sort of in your face right now like i think you're i think this is my theory i think you're dying of some sort of cancer and you're oddly being sort of brave and not telling anyone anyone here about oh i it. definitely oh don't. you think he knows it yeah oh yeah 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 i think you've got the diagnosis you, yeah you think this was foreplay this is what we did yeah, on foreplay. i think this is you think if well I, that's the irony I, I know you would sell you'd be the first so i think something i know i know but i death, i death does something what, i man. truly hope i do not have any hideous disease. When's the last time you had a physical? Oh, I don't know. Years ago. That's just what I've seen them saying. But I think, I think if you you went to one of these hospitals around here and they said, Dave, listen, nine months, and I think you're you're not telling anyone. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> that is I know. Doesn't I know, know me at I know all. Very well, but I'm saying <laughs> that's the irony of it. Something, I think some, I think something is something if has I, you with this diagnosis. I had, he has bee sting survivor in his Twitter bio. If I had, <laughs> well, if I had nine months and I knew that. There would be legitimately like a set time every day to do Dave Porn appreciation. I'm wondering. I think this diagnosis has changed you in some way. I mean, it's just crazy talk. Oh, I'm, I'm, crazy. I'm, I'm crazy. So I, think I there's hope there's nothing wrong with me. In August, Portnoy was close to firing Steve Robinson over the Benjamin Albright story. His distaste continued by discussing how unlikable Robinson appears. Menahan still annoyed over Geary and Robinson's lackluster performance in the Big Apple jumped in. He looks like someone I would not trust, by the way. Interesting. He has a very like he shady got, look. No, about he only him. has is that prep school asshole look. Yeah, like, he you want to just Definitely. fucking smack him in the face. Yeah, your crew and Blind Mike. I don't know if I've ever seen him without glasses on. I don't know what makes him think he can walk around here without Dave, glasses. Uh, Dave, by the way, you said I've done everything today. They've done nothing today. They're I, si they, they're, I mean, literally. Well, a why'd you bring them? 
Uh, great question. Wasted Barstool expenses. Through the week, Menahan was asked about doing a show on Barstool Radio, and he swatted that idea away each time. Then the topic came up again with El Prez, and this time, Kirk sounded more open. Still a lot of people saying they want you to do radio or no? Yeah, a lot of people were, yes, yeah. Do you, do you, want, do you want me to do radio? I think radio... We've talked about this. Yeah, I, what I think about radio is it is the most consistent... So when you get in pissing contests with like other people here, which isn't happening a ton, it's the most consistent way or flow that we have at Barstool. So it, it, you become more of the storyline. Well, when, when, when would I be on? I don't know. I have to figure it out. Okay. When would you want to be on? I mean, you offered me the mornings originally. You and Willie could do a show together. No, me solely. He said how bad the breakfast one was, and he offered me that. That's show. just not true. Well, again, we agree to disagree. That's it's not my true. recollection of events, but that's fine. An hour a day oh. would be interesting. Well, I do. Okay, but in addition to the podcast. Well, yeah. Okay, like what hour a day? I mean, I it's like know. nine shows on, right? We have a lot of shows. Okay, what we're show- going to do a reshuffle at some point. Okay, well, but it, it's the cons- I'm, op- I'm open to that. That's fine. Kevin Clancy, also known as KFC, is not the only Minifan at Barstool HQ. Dan Katz, better known as Big Cat, joined Menahan on Tuesday for a two-part interview. Menahan expressed disgust with the lack of performance of Mike and Steve yet again. And this caused Geary to erupt. Anyway, before we get to the other stuff, and we've got 10 million things to talk about. Should I address... First of all, the two of you have been useless on this trip so far. I mean, As I added, said I would be. Added, but that's not a great defense. I don't want... All right, fuck you. Because I shouldn't be... What am I going to do? Well, the, whole, knows the, whole, I got his the whole thing... <laughs> do <laughs> something. This whole... Do something. No one wants me here. So go everyone, walk around. Everyone, make everyone, a video. Sh- ask a everyone question. Everyone treats me like a do fucking something. asshole. That's your fault. No, that's no, your it's, fault. no, it fucking is not. Of course it is. No, it isn't. But they, okay. Right, yesterday with Ellie Schnitt, right? No, no, no. Okay, let me talk. The people that have known me for a year are Dave Portnoy, who... cares who... I don't know. said... How long have I... Dan, do I know you? No. So well, I mean, what? Uh, yeah, you don't even have my. Well, we'll get to this. You, you don't say hello. I fucking gave you my people phone number. Like you don't fucking tell you this pathetic performance. Or, oh, I worked here for a year. <laughs> oh, oh, Dave. Oh, it's crazy. I don't want to be buddy, here. Dave no again. one, no one, everyone just laughed. Get the fuck out of here. Everyone, get the train home. Get the everyone fuck out laughs at me behind my back. I can't tell fucking seven, apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> everyone just laughs at me behind my back. No one talks to me. Who? What are you talking You sound like a baby. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What should I be doing? Nobody talks to me. Nobody talks to me. Do you want people to fucking talk to you? This is your version of you smelling just said, salts. You just, just said. yelling at each other. Yeah, he's finally woken up. Jesus, you just said that I should be, what should I be doing here? Go fucking find Ellie Schnitt and make a video with There's her. no one here. Yesterday, everyone was here. Go find Ellie Schnitt. I don't know what the fuck she looks like. Well, have Steve. Hey, are you Ellie Schnitt? Hey, are you Ellie Schnitt? She's hey, three, three feet tall. Hey, are tall. you Ellie Schnitt? Hey, are you Ellie Schnitt? Hey, I'm blind, you cocksucker. Yeah. Okay. Mike. You, if you want me to make a video, video with Ellie Schnitt, introduce me. Steve's the producer of the show. Say, hey, Steve, want to do something. I have some initiative. Instead of singing like a fucking idiot, being like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to go back to the room. Okay, yeah, I don't know. All right, see you later. What would you like Nobody to wants do? to talk to you. I just told you. Be active. Make Be a proactive. video with Ellie Schnitt. She doesn't know who I am. Who gives a shit? Do something. You've done nothing since I you've mean, been here. Nothing. I'm, I'm the biggest blind Mike guy out there, but have the balls to talk no to shit. Bill Burr. Right. Well, that was you blew that. <laughs> also that. You blew yeah, that's that. That's a good video. You but blew you're that moment. Should I talk to him? That's that's 15 people. I'm not going inter- to. Excuse me, folks. Everyone out well, of my not? Life. Why yeah. not? Huh? Why not? There's no You're working. Way. You're working. Don't be dismissive. It's your fucking job. There's no way that you could. What's well, true? Like, what do you want to say? To meet Bill Burr is my job. Yeah, well, yeah, you're here. You're working. Mike couldn't let it go. 
and expressed how disrespected he felt. No one has any respect. The way people talk to me is unbelievable. You really, you are upset about this. The, well, it's just the fact, like, if you talk to By the way, if you've person, listened to the program today, this is Mike Geary. He's occasionally, he's, he's the co-host. He's actually the, the host? Yeah, he's, he's I've talked show. plenty, you cocksucker. I'm, a, I'm a big blind, I'm a big blind Mike. You told me I that. I told him that. Thank you, I yeah. appreciate it. Well, I think Mike adds an element to this show that I really enjoy. What element is that? I think you, like, he's... Well, right, go fuck his, give me some of this drip every day. Oh, boy, yeah, that point. William sound is hilarious. That's a fair point. That's an excellent me. point. Well, William sound, what do you say? What sound? What sound? What that Juan Williams sound? <laughs> yeah. What are the Minahan? Ben Shapiro hilarious. Minahan has discussed how radio just doesn't seem to get it, and the online world like podcasts are just pushing the envelope, and traditional media seems stuck in the past. Minahan asked Katz if he would ever transition to traditional radio. I mentioned this the other day, so we were talking about these, like where I was at Radio.com. They were going to do this lineup, and I was going to be on with these stupid, shitty shows. I said. If any of these internet companies or radio.com or whatever had a brain in their fucking heads, they would call you two guys and mm-hmm. offer you as much money as possible mm-hmm. to go start your own thing. Has right. that ever happened? Uh, I mean, people have, like, reached out. Would yeah. you do it? N- well, no. You just wouldn't leave here. Have, has anyone reached out with, like, a reasonable an offer you? Yeah, hey, if somebody consider- said to you, hey, listen, here's, I don't know how much you make. No, whatever never it is. got to that point. But people no. have, like, I mean, I have an agent, and he was like, yeah, these people are, and I'm like, okay, cool, but I'm under contract, and I also, like, there's Well, I understand been- that, but I'm just saying, if they offer whatever you're making now times three. No, the, the perfect uh, ending, not ending, but the future for me here is I, I just hope I'm here forever. Yeah, you just want to stay. Right, because I don't want to go anywhere else, and I like to do things with other, you know, I do like Mike Florio's show on Friday mornings. Like, right. I like doing those things, and Barstool lets me do those things. It's weird. You'd have less freedom somewhere else. Correct. Even if you controlled it in a weird way. Probably, right. Yeah. And I the the biggest lesson I learned from having our TV show canceled is I never want to be back in the spot where a bunch right. of suits who don't get what's going on can control my destiny. That's why I'm here. That right. literally is why I'm here. That's right. perfectly said. In part two of the interview, KFC dropped in to pretend he wasn't a P1 listener. This dynamic changed the nature of part two as the friendly banter between Katz and Kirk turned into a full-scale Menahan pylon. It's like Clint Eastwood said, the un- Unforgiven. Did you see Unforgiven? Nah, like a long, long time ago. It's, I know, it's your top five movie or some shit, right? Fuck you. I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, Dan and I were having a good time. And Dan, by the way, you notice how Dan's become like varsity quarterback once Kevin says, oh, let's pile on, let's pile on the a fucking... Bit, yeah, yeah let's I, pile was, on. I was taking my shots before Kevin showed up. Now we just have, you know, like mine. He's got backup now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and my backup's been tremendous, by the way. He's tripping over fucking You've wires. You moved me. You threw me out. You said, Get you have a microphone, idiot. The subject of prank calls came up, and a prank call that used a real deep reference from the past was played. But this did not impress KFC. You got stadiums in Seattle, Kansas City, Buffalo. I mean, it's, it's louder than a Tuscany rock opera. And then Seattle is louder. <laughs> now that is that's a deep cut. That goes right way back. That's a that deep goes cut. Way back. The Tuscany rock opera is the wedding. <laughs> it was a, it was like the first story you ever had me print off for this. That we podcast. never we never got we to. Never got this to. Is, it. It's a great story we've, we've always said we're going to get to and haven't got to. It's just obnoxious. Oh, man, that is funny. Obnoxious. <laughs> If that's, you listen to the show, which you so do, funny. You, so, can, you can do that with anything. Fuck you. you it's know, you, funny. You know you've been waiting to hear us hit that. You want us to play that story. You've texted me about that story. <laughs> For now, that's it with the first part of the Menafan Show Week in Review, covering the events in New York. In part two, we'll focus on the events happening back in the Watertown studio. Until then, 
I'm DEC. Deal with these people on a daily <laughs> basis. You do things, honest to God. I leave here and people are like, you get to produce Dennis and Callahan. I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish this job on my worst enemy. I would not wish dealing with these three people on the person I hate the most. I honestly wouldn't. Because you have three people plus Kevin. So here's what you deal with on a daily basis. I love this post-show recap, and I'm enjoying this. 